There we are. <laughs> okay, okay. What's going on, LBHT crew? B, what is going on? Hey, what's going on? Things are business is picking up for August fourth. Business what's is going picking on. up. Business is starting to get good. And what is going on August fourth in Columbia, Maryland? The roundup meet and greet is happening at Bus Boys and Poets. Get your tickets today. You do not want to miss it. Listen, I understand. I understand, right? It's it's the dog days of summer, right? People haven't been coming around, right? They're, they're doing things with their kids, summer camps and whatnot. You know, there's not a lot of sports news to talk about, but because training camp is right around the corner, everybody's starting to check in, right? And they haven't been hearing the news that's been happening over the summer, okay? If you don't know, Okay, August 4th is going down. We are having a meetup. All right. Tickets are on sale. They're going to, it's going to be food, drinks. If you want drink, as Coach Evans would say. All right. That will be available via cash bar. Speaking of Coach Evans, he will be there. All right. Coach Evans from Sip Tally Films. You have Chris Just Joking from Deep Cover Podcast. Hendo from the Road Pod. OTR Mike from Open Mike with OTR Mike. We will all be there. So get your tickets, come hang out with us. It's going to be a good time. Listen to some good music, eat some good food. We're going to give away prizes. We're going to send you home with a little goodie bag. And there's some nice stuff in that goodie bag, man. Some nice stuff. So get your tickets today. Yeah, not so little goodie bag anymore. No, not so little. (laughs) It is not so little. So, yes, get your tickets. The uh, link is in our description. You can click on the description or you'll see our chat box stream elements bot will uh, he'll post it throughout the show. Or um, wait, is there can we can they type in the ticket thing on here? Uh, you know, I haven't set that up. OK, don't worry about it. But uh, the stream elements bot will uh, put the link in there or you can just look in the description of this video and look for the ticket emoji and get your tickets right there. All right. Speaking of coach, that's coach right there. What's going on, Coach? Coach will be joining us later to go over his power rankings. It is heating up, B. It is heating <laughs> up. I, I like where this is going. So we're going to go over the power rankings later on in the show. We're going to be talking about the Lamar Jackson effect. Let me tell you something. So um, me and Coach, other Coach, Coach J, we you know we went to 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 Ravens practice training camp last year with uh with our guy E. Shout out to Coach and, and, and E. And we were planning on going again this year. Now, Coach usually gets the tickets, right? And we couldn't decide what day we wanted to go, but he's like, all right, we'll work it out. Um, and this morning, didn't even think about it. Slept in a little bit. You know, Jacob slept in. We you know, were both up late playing playing Fall Guys, right? And uh, we slept in. And, you know, my phone's going off about about – these tickets and you know they're they're already gone. I'm like, huh. Well, good thing go good thing Coach Jay got his tick got our tickets right. I'm like, Coach, we we got our tickets right. We good? It's like, nah, bro. <laughs> they, we're not good. Those things went out in minutes. Gone. Poof. Out of here. All right. And that's fine. That's fine. It's practice. You know, we'll make it to a game probably this year. Not a big deal. But it just goes to show, right? How big of a deal re-signing Lamar is? Because Lamar didn't go anywhere. He was here last year. We got no problem getting tickets last year, right? But just that uh, that the feeling of almost losing him and bringing him back 
it feels like he was gone and we brought him back. Right. And people just they they just want to be there for every moment of him, including training camp. So, you know, this is a this is a a, a big thing. And I want to discuss how that, you know, how that played into the Ravens resigning him. Cause we said that, right? They're not going to just let their cash cow walk out the door. Right. Yeah. If Lamar wasn't here, you couldn't pay people to go to go to those practices. You know? So it, you know, so I, I wanted to discuss that, but we'll we'll go more into that in, in, in a minute. We're gonna talk about the NBA uh rule changes. Okay, you see you see James Harden on the thumbnail. James Harden does not look happy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me shout out the chat real quick, man. What's going on? Bazel, he's back here. He's first. Bazel's first. And congratulations. We've been saying it all week. We're going to keep saying it. Congratulations to Brandon Bazell, who just got married. Yes, congratulations, Brandon. Yes, salute to you, man. Congratulations, congratulations. We got our guy Raven Ron in the house. Says, what up, LBHT? Summer League ain't it. I'd rather watch Ravens rookie camp. Damn, I, I like the Summer League. <laughs> there's, there's a, I, I like this one in particular, man. There's a lot of young guys in there that are really showing up. You know, I, I, I like it. I like it. But yes, I want to see. I want to see the rookie camp too, the mini camp, all right, or, or the, the training camp. Mini camp is done. I want to see training camp, all right. We got a guy Hendo from the Roll Pod. Says it's that time. Yay, yay! Indeed, <laughs> indeed. Living big with Big Reg is in the house. Says what's good, everybody. What's good with you, Big Reg? And look, look, you got you got Big Reg and Ghost. Okay, that's 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 Bazell. They do a live stream usually on what thursdays yeah on thursdays great conversation man subscribe to big reg's channel subscribe to bazel's channel but usually on big reg's channel they do a live stream they talk about ravens they talk about comic books they talk about movies all that stuff man it's a yeah, lot of jay the six will be there when you can make it as well exactly there you go there you go so uh tune in subscribe our guy just aloes in the house says hello everyone it's great to be back hospital sucks I proudly bought my meet and greet tickets today. Yeah. Yes. I might even show up. <laughs> <laughs> it, it starts early enough, okay? You, you can get in and out before your bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a donation. Shout out to Marco G. Appreciate it, man. It says Brittany went from baby hit me one more time. Oh, wait, this is from uh this is from last week. This is from last week. Why this yeah, this is a... Uh, it was a cash up, man. Oh, it was a cash up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, but salute man. to Marco G. That, that was from that was from Friday's show, our pop-up show. But what? thank you to Anonymous who said, have a most excellent show, brother Matt. Oh, thank, thank you, you Anonymous. Much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, Marco's Marco's uh his was, was about the uh Britney Spears story, uh yeah. getting you know uh, well now we know that she slapped herself. She said she she was assaulted, but uh, found out it was it was from herself. So you know, if you want to, if you didn't hear about that story, go go back to uh, last Friday's show. Me and Hendel discussed that in detail. Let's see who else is in the house. D Weezy is here. It says summer league. That thing I accused of betting on last summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was accused of betting on it last summer. Yeah, D Weezy, like for all your and, your and sports convicted. betting needs, huh? Accused and convicted. Accused and convicted. Yes, yes. If there's a line on it, D Weezy, D Weezy got you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Justin P in the house. What's up, Justin P? Thanks for coming through. 
talking Ravens all day, every day with Justin P. You can go subscribe over there as well. Jeremy's in the house. What's up, Jeremy? What's up, Jeremy? Thanks for coming through, man. Zeke Hokage, what's going on? Says Jose and Brodney, what's good, unks, and everyone in the chat. What's up, Zeke? Salute to you. Salute to you. Agent E, what up? What up? Thanks for coming through. Thanks what's for coming up, through. Felipe Marino. See, this what I'm talking about. What? See, this, this is what I'm talking about. Uh, training camp for Baltimore, I believe the uh, rookies mm-hmm. have to report on the 18th? Yes. Yes. Se- 17th or 18th, I believe. And then the 22nd for, for veterans, I believe yeah. it is. Yeah. See? It's coming soon. Football's around the corner. Everybody's starting to check in. They're starting to check in, B. NDT Sports, what's going on? <laughs> NDT 97 in the building. And what's up, guys? What's, what's up, up with NDT? you, man? Yes, yes. Uh, who else is in here? Nitro's in the house. What's going on, Nitro? Says, what's up, dudes? This <laughs> <laughs> show is Bossa Nova. Okay, <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. Ravenville in the house. Okay, salute to you. Thanks for coming through. And our guy, oh, I got Zeke, guy got ready, got Road Pod. One sessions. What's going on? What's going What's on? Salute to you. All right, got the shouts out the way. We are streaming live on YouTube, Twitter, no Twitch, and Facebook. All right, so wherever you're you're watching, hit that like button. Right, if you're new, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. Also, if you're listening to this on the audio. This will be coming out on the following day, Thursday at lunchtime. So we hope you're enjoying your lunch break right now. All right, Mr. Galloway, salute to you. Another person. You need to subscribe to Mr. Galloway. Mr. Galloway is putting in a lot of work right now. Okay. For all your hip hop needs. Okay. He's doing interviews. He's putting out some good, good topics. Him, him and, uh, and Hendo, um, they, they, they have some dope, dope videos out there. So, uh, go subscribe. All right. So, um, as usual, we got a lot to talk about. Okay, even though it's been a little slow, if you've been watching, we've been coming up with some good topics. So you you already know it's going to be an interesting interesting show. Um, but first, we'd like to start every show with a Black History fact, and B has a Black History fact for you. I I do not. You do not what? Have a black history fact for them. Okay. Right. Uh, I have a kind of a, it's more of an anti-black history fact, um, mm. you know, based off of uh, something that happened very recently in the news here. Um, but, you know, it, it has to do with uh, reparations, which is a thing that this country has not, uh, not been afraid to pay out. In fact, you know, there just as one example, I mean, there's been many groups that have received reparations, but just one example, the uh, Japanese Americans received reparations uh, twice, two times, uh, once in 1948, uh, just for loss of property and wages and things like that. And then again in 1988 for the actual, hey, our bad for locking you up. Uh, right. That 1988, uh, they were paid 20000 each. Uh, which ended up being a few billion dollars because there's over 86,000 people who were eligible. Uh, but then the following year, in 1989, John Conyers said, hey, why don't we establish a commission to kind of study and, and talk about uh, reparations for African-Americans for slavery? And uh, he kind of put that forward every year after that up until 2017 when he retired. And then I believe in 2019, uh, it made it to committee, which is the farthest that it had ever actually gotten. Um, you know, because uh, Cory Booker and and 
what was Shirley? I want to say Chisholm, but I, I cannot remember. I should have had that in front of me. Uh, but other senators, Not Chisholm, Chisholm was, yeah, yeah, she was, she was yeah. a prior, yeah, but um, they kind of taken up that that mantle and and tried to keep that moving forward, but it hasn't really gone anywhere. Uh, you know, there have been reparations paid to African Americans in this country by individual like institutions or, or cities or towns who just took it upon themselves to say, Hey, you know, that was wrong. We're going to, you know, kind of forward an apology in some way. Uh, sometimes it's money. Sometimes it is literally just an apology. Uh, but those are all on the kind of local or private level. You know, some churches have done it. Some uh, colleges, universities have done it, but not the federal government. Right. And, you know, there's always, there's always kind of a talk of, hey, you know, why should you get reparations? You know, you weren't, you know, you weren't a slave and you weren't around then, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, just this past week, not descendants, but actual survivors of the Tulsa massacre uh, had their case for reparations thrown out by the Supreme Court. Uh, and it just kind of drives home the point that, you know, Black people in this country uh, being equal or, or, you know, getting, I, I don't really want to say what they deserve, but, but yes, what they, what we deserve is kind of abhorrent to, to this, to a lot of people in this country. Right. Yeah. Um, and the, the thought kind of, and I saw somebody post this as well, why you would kind of throw out that, uh, that case for the Tulsa survivors. Cause again, they were people who were actually there because they were right. old, you know, over a hundred years old. And this could be one of the reasons right here, because the Tulsa massacre was in 1921. Yeah. And you figure, hey, if you are going to pay reparations for that, you may have to pay reparations for other race riots and lynchings and things that went on. Here's a map uh, just showing some of the the race riots that happened in this country. Uh, But this is just from April to November of 1919. So this is before Tulsa even happened. And you can Mm -hmm. see how many uh instances there are just on this one map just from part of that one year mm-hmm. uh, and so that that's kind of part of why i think that it's been something that the u.s government and, and people in this country have never really wanted to reckon with because how do you even begin to pay back something like that that and went on for so long and that's not even discussing the land stolen well right? yes because of your reparations were actually approved for former slaves uh, they were promised to former slaves and then taken back. You know, the right. old 40 acres in a, in, in a mule, in mule. $50 or whatnot. Uh, but yeah, just a, you know, a, another sad reminder from this government uh, of what this country really thinks about black people and thinks about the past of this country. And I also want to add to it, man. Like, you know, this is why it's important to pay attention to politics. Don't shy mm-hmm. away from politics. Don't shy away from what's going on in your community, Right. Uh, with your government, right? I, I know sports is a is is a, is a fun outlet, fun escape, but you should not be shying away from this stuff, right? We all make, you know, you, know, you see all those memes about Donald Trump and you know all the the, the quirky things he says, but he has been uh, very damaging to this country, mm-hmm. and there's nothing funny about that. You know, a lot of what you're seeing going on in the Supreme Court is because he's putting those people in the Supreme Court, right? Um, and you have other, you know, uh, other other oligarchs, right? Wealthy billionaires that that are paying off politicians to to write the write these policies and 
and, and to deny certain people and, you know, of, of these rights. So you're seeing rights getting rolled back. You're seeing these abortion laws being rolled back. Right. You're seeing books being taken out of school. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, some schools don't even have any books down in Florida. OK. So, I mean, you know, I, I know I know it's 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 a little uh, it can be draining, mentally draining. But you have to hold your politicians accountable. You need to know what's going on and you need to vote. Very important. Yes. And and this is just also, you know, a, a reminder to the people because we've heard from, you know, a few people. Hey, why do you always talk about race? Why are you talking about supporting black coaches, black quarterbacks and blah, blah, blah. And it's because black people have been treated unfairly in this country from even before it was a country. And it's not something that you can just kind of sweep under the rug and hope it goes away because it won't. Right. Right. It's something that you have to confront head on. Right. You know, um, and, you know, first of all, that stuff wasn't even that long ago. We don't even have to go that far back. Again, they're still alive. They brought the case themselves. Right. And, And the court said no. I mean, the apology part is crazy. Like, you have to you have to have a committee just to get an apology. No, that should be automatic. Yeah, we know it happened. We know you, you what you did. That's that's where you start, and then say, okay, let's figure out how we can uh, how we can start to pay you back. Because there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of groups out there that have some great ideas on how uh, reparations could look to uh, you know to to descendants of slaves today. So. All right, yeah, we got we started out a little deep there. Started right. a little deep. Just out says Lincoln out, actually paid reparations reparations to former slaveholders. Yes, yeah. well, mm-hmm. the loss of their property. Yes, right. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. All right, and yes, I see uh, sports. <laughs> I told you, man. Look, we get deep here. Yolanda, what's going on? Thanks for coming through. I saw. Um, attitude pop in the house yes it's been a while look everybody's starting to come back b everybody's (laughs) starting to come back all right because they know starting next week or the week after they're gonna see lamar out there throwing the football it was a little dicey man it was a little dicey at first we thought lamar was gonna be up out of here okay he asked for a trade that happened all right we were you know it's a lot of a lot of finger pointing going on a lot of blaming a lot of what do we do now rightfully so right yeah but you also but you also had the ones that like oh well you know i'm a ravens fan i'm not lamar jackson fan. i'm a ravens fan right yeah okay you know you wouldn't be buying tickets (laughs) (laughs) now i can't even log on at 1102 to get my tickets for training camp because all of a sudden everybody wants back in (laughs) (laughs) yes so i wanted to discuss just the impact because well i i I basically me and b want to say we told you so right because we told you (laughs) we told you let's be clear jose wants to say i told you so absolutely (laughs) listen and not you guys mostly guys in the chat you're on our side you you're with us right but no it's more than just his play on the field which which, I mean, that goes without saying, he's the best quarterback we've ever had in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. But the impact he has in, on the Ravens community, the Baltimore community, right? He's loved in the city. Uh, the impact that he has with the team, sales-wise, right? Tickets, jerseys, all the whole thing. It's already starting to show 
for training camp. You can't even get tickets for training camp. You could always get tickets. And I mean, people show up, but you could always get tickets. They weren't hard. Man, it's hard to buy the tickets. <laughs> people right. are snatching them up and selling them. You, It's hard to even buy them now, to buy free tickets, right? That wouldn't be the case if Will Levis was a quarterback here. What you trying to say about Will? I'm saying Will. You're just who, trying to say he's getting beat out by a, by a colossal bust from last year. <laughs> yes. Who? Yeah, we'll talk about him too in, in a second. We meant I meant to talk about him last week, but Will Levis, who was drafted by the Titans, um, is being outplayed apparently by Will Levis. You know, in, in mini camp. Malik that, Willis. Uh, Malik Willis. I'm sorry, by Malik Willis. Um, but they're still going to put. Levis in front of him is what they're saying. That's that's the word. But we'll see what happens when training camp happens. They, you know, people will say whatever they want, but once training camp happens and, and preseason happens, and if he's not looking great, we'll see if they stick to that. Oh, I'm sure they will. Like they they have given up on Malik Willis. Yeah, that's why Will Levis is there to begin with. Yeah. So, um, B, uh, I, I I wanted to kind of discuss uh, what exactly. What, what what is he what is he impacting? Like ticket sales, because you and I we we talked about some tickets, not just any tickets. We talked about certain tickets, right? Maybe something that that could be feasible. Not not this year. We ain't balling like that. But down the road, as as the you know the LBHT crew turns into an LBHT army, right? We're getting more support, generating a little bit more more income because you know the money that we make. Like we said, we like to put it back in the show. We're thinking about doing something big. What were we thinking about doing? Well, uh, if you're referring to what I think that you're referring to, we were uh, thinking about possibly getting a suite at the uh, M&T Bank Stadium, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, those suites accommodate 20 to 25 people. You're on the club level. You know, they have private catering. And, you know, you can watch the game from there. You can wander around the club level, do whatever you need, the private bathrooms, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we've looked into it. And they say... Uh, eight to twenty thousand, depending on you know the the various factors. But mm-hmm. I was like, you know, that's not that's not bad to buy a suite for you know maybe for for a year or however long you get to buy it for. Uh, but they were like, that's that's to rent it for one game. And when you look at the actual prices for this season, uh, all of the available suites are over thirty thousand for one game. So for one game. A suite is thirty thousand dollars, and that does not include food. And and that's not the good game. That's for when we when we play Houston, and it doesn't include it doesn't <laughs> no, include no, no. food. The the, the the like the Steelers game end of the season was I believe like thirty three and a half or something like that. Right now, yeah. And then you gotta then you also gotta like you said pay for food. Yes, uh, you can either, it, there ain't gonna be no catering. All right, you're 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 walking your ass down to them the concession stands. I, I, <laughs> I, well, it, well, I'm sure they offer catering, but I'm sure they there's do, a minimum. Yeah. I'm sure there's a minimum. Yeah, right, like five grand or something like that. It's starting at thirty three thousand. Yes, everybody's in the chat. Like, what? <laughs> yes, yes, for one game. Now, what do you think those prices would have been if Will Levis would have been starting this year? Do you think they'd have been thirty thousand? I'd be closer to that eight. Yeah, maybe well, less. You know, start, starting out, I think it would have been around that 20, you know, because excite, excitement. You got the rookie quarterback and everything. By week four or five, they're back down to eight. I think I think they're, they're down to eight. And for the people that bought them, 
they be selling them at a loss. Yeah. Right? Because by, I don't know, week 10, and you don't want to see any more Will Levis out there or, you know, or whoever, Tyler Huntley, right? You're just done with the season. Those things get heavily discounted. I know because we, we've had a couple of seasons where we got to go to club level seats. <laughs> <laughs> Courtesy of Kyle Bowler. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, but this, but these are things that the owner Steve Bashadi is looking at, right? Like that's that's huge to be able to sell a suite for thirty thousand dollars for one for a couple hours, right? Uh, versus versus you know tens of thousands of dollars less, right? That all affects his bottom line. Jersey sales. I mean, I hear the the the, the they're. Game in England is already in, in London is already sold out. You can't get uh, tickets to that. Oh, I'm sure they they love it. Yeah, uh, me and B were looking at tickets uh, for the season. I mean, the cheapest game, uh, uh, Steelers game, that we can get to is what seven hundred dollars. That's for nosebleed. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, all that stuff impacts uh, it, it impacts the decision making. So no, I never did really think that Lamar is going to leave. Well, until he, he asked for a trade, but. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't really feel like even then. I didn't really feel like they were going to really pull that trigger unless they knew that they could get a home run in return for him. And getting anything other than the number one or number two pick, so they could get a Bryce Young, right, or or Anthony Richardson or somebody like that. That was the only way they would even think about risking it. But the minute they weren't in that in that mix, there's it just wasn't going to happen. Like who who else out there could they have gotten where Maybe the fan base would say, "Okay, I'm 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 a little upset, but at least we got this person." When yeah. there wasn't that guy out there, right? So, but yeah, yeah. Um, what were you gonna say? No, just very disgusted by that price. Like I, I contacted them about how much it would be to buy a suite. They didn't even get back to me. They could smell the broke <laughs> like, through the phone. They're like, bro, it's you like don't, bro. you don't even you don't even want to know, bro. See, you, but see, this is I told you we had to kick out the extra money. To get a uh, our own uh, lunchbreakhottake.com email. Okay. They saw the Gmail on there. They're like, broke. <laughs> LVT show at Gmail. No, they're not making any money. We put that in the trash. Right. If it came from a, a, a business site, okay, it came from an official site, then they would, they would at least clicked on it. Once no, they started no, it's, here, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a form on their site. You just put in your name and whatnot. And, and email. And they were just like, Nah. <laughs> I used my personal. I didn't use the show email. I used my personal email. I put my phone number in there, and they were just like, "We are not responding to you." That's so, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. You use a personal email, like if it has yeah, a couple they, of business. They sell, no, they sell them to individuals. The individual okay. that can just kick out thirty thousand for I a game. That's, that's they already have them on not, speed dial. It's not thirty thousand. I was asking how much to buy, which is <laughs> I think where where I got off track and where I was found out. Um, but you know, look, it said they were both online. Do your jobs. I believe I believe it was Chris and John. Do your jobs. I don't care if you think it's a waste of time. You're there eight hours anyway. Does the email say Brodney? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. So all right. That's I mean that that, that was the main thing. And list, yes. Uh, next week, rookies report. You know, people are excited to see that. Say flowers will be out there. And then a few days later, it's, it's training camp, baby. We back, B. This is the last 
show before training camp starts. Yeah. All right. And uh, once that happens, uh, we're really going to get a good look at this team. Um, who you know? And, and look, we discussed uh, some training camp battles. Who's going to step up? Because um, we need some people to step up, right? Yes. We talked about this on Monday's show uh, on the Ravens Roundup on Tally's channel. You know, there you know we need the cornerbacks to step up. We need D line to step up. Edge, like we need those guys. A lot of young players, a whole lot of young players. They need to step up O-line, okay, because left guard and right tackle could be a problem. Could be a problem. So um, they need to figure out what they're going to do. Did you forget Morgan, sir? No. That's exactly what I'm thinking about. The the top 20 tackle in the league? Uh, Right, according to PFF. Yes. Um, Is Coach coach there? Oh, is he he ready? I'll I'll give you a second. now. Okay. All right. You you asking him if he's ready? Yeah. Okay. I see. Okay. He's, you give me a thumbs up. All right. Oh, Coach man. is here. Oh, <laughs> and he's left. And he's oh. here. All right. There you go. What's going on, Coach? <laughs> What's good? What's good, y'all? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. 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 We hear you. We hear you. Okay. Uh, we we were just talking about uh, the effect Lamar Jackson has on everything, and it's even even getting training camp tickets. Because I didn't think they were going to go that quick because, you know, he was here last year. But it feels like we just got him back after losing him for four years. That's what it feels like, you know. Yeah, so I got lucky and got mine. And so I've been for the first time. Good. I actually Good. Even, even gave away a pair of um, the stadium. Well, I'm in the process of giving away a pair of the stadium practice. I saw that. I saw that. It's to the oh. August 4th and two i got four of the stadium practice tickets i i saw that on your show that that you're you're giving away some tickets i was going to be greeting say yo get let me get a couple but i was like no 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 let the fans <laughs> let the fans get them let the fans get them right i look i i went last year with uh my friend coach jansen and um and he i i think they might have us they they, they might have us on their on their list they saw us scouting a little bit too hard coach they were like uh uh, somebody somebody approached us he didn't say who he was but he he definitely he approached my friend he was just like yeah like you know basically like, who are those guys talking about me and 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 uh and, and coach jay because mm-hmm. i had i had a little program i was reading the numbers on all, all the players and everything and um you know he was just like yeah you know that you know jose jose does a podcast and he's like and i you know i talked to him i i, I handed him my card and i was like yeah we, we you know we taught ravens and panthers and he's like why Panthers, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like my brother's a Panthers fan. This and that, and he asked, he asked if, if if I was a scout, right? He he didn't ask that. He's, he's like, you know, you, you scouting or whatever. I was like, no, no, like no, we just you know, we just fans, whatever. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he, he he walked off, right? We're sitting in the bleachers. So mm-hmm. I think I think they they pulled. I think we're on the list, coach. They might they might have seen our show and like mm, no. So I'll move on to Julius real quick before we jump into the uh the power rankings. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So Julius Peppers is uh going into the Hall of Honor. Is it the Hall or the Ring of Honor? Hall of Honor. Hall, yeah. Because I heard David Tepper say it. uh, Yeah, the Hall of Honor. Yeah. For for the Carolina Panthers. Uh if you don't know about Julius Peppers, I'm addressing so uh, very specific members in our audience. Uh, you need to you need to look him up. 
He was the number two overall pick in 2002, one of the greatest defensive ends to ever play in the NFL. Uh, he finished, I believe it was fourth all time in, in sacks. Uh, and, you know, I was, I was, I'm not young. I mean, I, you know, relatively young, you know, I was like 18 when they drafted Julius Peppers. Um, but it was like the, one of the first times, and I know that, that they probably would have drafted Julius anyway, because he's a freak athlete, uh, you know, an amazing prospect and everything, but it felt like drafting Julius Peppers was a kind of a response to Mike Vick and, and needing to defend Mike Vick, uh, constantly. And that's, and a great response, by the really, way. Yeah, and, 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 that's, really and that's really what it what it was, what it boiled down to. Every time Carolina played Atlanta, your eyes could not leave those two. It was always, you know, Julius and Mike. And and look, you know, Mike was uh Mike was amazing in his own right. And he, he got the better of the Panthers quite a few times, but Julius had his wins too. Yes. Julius definitely had his wins too. Um, you know. The pan and, and this this goes to the Panthers not being a great organization. The fact that he didn't spend his entire career in Carolina uh, ended up going to Chicago and Green Bay before they brought him back at the very end. Um, because Carolina's just never really been able to hold on to their their stars like that, uh, unless they just had really short careers. But you know, absolutely, uh, completely deserving of the honor. You know, he's going to be in the NFL Hall of Fame before too long. Uh, so you know. To salute to Julius Peppers on an amazing career. Yeah, I mean, I had, I mean, listen, listen. Obviously, there's a lot of great edge rushers that you know that that played this game. I hadn't seen really anybody like like him before when he came in the league, right? Like, there you've had some freak athletes, but mm-hmm. I mean, the way he played, he was somebody like. I mean, listen. You know, a certain somebody in our community made this comparison to him. Okay, talking about Owe. Right. And and what do we complain about how Owe was used? We complain about how like you know they drop him back into coverage too much and you know and, and they have him doing too much. But that's exactly what Julius Peppers did. Mm-hmm. Julius Peppers can rush a quarterback and he could also drop back in coverage and he can cover. Right. Yeah. Like he could do it all. Like mm-hmm. I had I I just never seen a player like that, like you know, when I was watching, right? I was like, damn, this 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 guy, you talk about different. He was different. You know, um, and I feel like I don't know, like he's a little underrated as far as great he is, right? Like yeah. he doesn't get talked about nearly nearly enough, in my opinion. I don't know. Well, what's your, what's your, what's your thoughts, coach? Yeah, even before he even touched the Carolina Panthers football field, because mm. I'm a Tar Heel basketball lover. Mm-hmm. So just the way he dominated, you know, on the basketball court. To play defensive end, and he actually he could have been a tight end. He was just that, that just that athletic. Yeah. But for for what he did off the edge and how silly he would make tackles look, <laughs> off sheer athletic ability, the same moves he would use the football and just dominate people. And so them putting him in the ring of honor is is well deserved in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, coach. Just, I just want to give you a heads up. So your phone kind of cuts out in and out. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if it does it on your end. I mean, we're we're good over here. Just to let you know, like if you go back and watch it later, you you see you go off and off and on the screen, it, but it happens real quick. Oh, I think he is he there. He might he might trying to yeah, might be trying to reset. Right, yeah. Okay. All right. No problem. We'll we'll, we'll bring coach back in. Wait, coach I'm, gonna come, back. I'm gonna I'm gonna come oh. out and I'm gonna reset. And I'm gonna come back in. 
Oh yeah, yeah no problem, no problem. No problem. Okay. okay, okay, yeah. Um, we'll filibuster until until Coach comes back. We're <laughs> going to be talking some some more sit to tally. Okay, NFL power rankings, man. Like, listen, guys, th- these power rankings, the best power rankings out there. Everybody likes these lists, right? Yeah. Everybody likes looking at these lists and seeing where teams are going to rank. Um, and you want to discuss why your team isn't ranked higher, right? And you want to talk about all oh, that, right? Yes. Doesn't know what he's talking yes, about. Yes, yes. But but the way coach is doing his, he's not giving the whole list at once. One team per day for 32 days. All right. Think about it like like the NFL top 100 or whatever, right? 100 players. It's something similar to that. But even if your team is 32, he gives you a full explanation of why they're ranked there. And this is this is non non-biased or as, as non-biased as you can get. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's ranking each position group you know he uh he formulates that and wherever you end up you end up and he he talks about that now of course none of these are written in stone and nobody likes seeing their team towards the bottom but you can at least look at it and say all right i respect the work you went in you you put into this i don't agree but i respect it because Mm -hmm. he breaks it completely down and is no shade towards your team Right, maybe a little shade of certain players, but no, it's no shade towards your team. It's unbelievable, uh, but you know, it, it, particularly with Carolina, you know, uh, they came in the twenty-eight. You know, future division champion, uh, one of the one of the five, five worst teams in the league. So it does, you know, on the surface, it, you know, it may not line up, but you know, obviously, a big reason for the optimism in Carolina is Bryce Young, and you know quarterback being the most important position in the league and what he can do for the skill position players that they have there and Mingo and Thielen and Chark and, you know, Miles Sanders and even Hayden Hurst, you know, you expect a player of or a prospect of his stature to come in and elevate those guys. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have that same exact uh, supporting cast with Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold and you're like five wins. You have that supporting cast with Bryce Young and, you know, you're thinking possible division championship going to the playoffs. But for these rankings, because Bryce Young has not played at all in the NFL, you know, and the same with CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson and Will Levis and, and all of the other rookies, they don't really factor into the uh, the rankings for the tiers. Yes. Now, when you take Bryce Young out of it, it absolutely makes sense for Carolina to be 28. <laughs> uh, you know, they, they, they do have some talent. They have some young talent. Uh, across that roster, you know they they just drafted Mingo. Like I said, uh, Miles Sanders has proven he's a, a a really solid running back. They've they've done a great job of building that O line, uh, but they're still young, you know. And on the defense, you have a few few pieces there, but overall the defense has not been great. Yeah. So you know you take away projections of Bryce Young, and yeah, you're left with not a great roster uh, moving forward there. Yeah. And, and and again, that can go either way, right? If Bryce Young comes in and he is, you know, he's everything everybody kind of expects him to be right from the start, they could be one of the better teams, in, in, at least in the NFC, yeah. right? Uh, they win that division and, and, you know, maybe make a little run in the playoffs. If he comes in and he's not the guy that everyone expects him to be, you're looking at potentially picking first overall next year. Well, listen, that's that's why he doesn't rank rookies. Yeah. Right. And and 
when you have a quarterback as good as we think Bryce Young is going to be, right? Uh, what's his name next year? Caleb, what is it? Williams, Caleb Williams. Yeah. And Caleb Williams, Drake May. Yeah. Like these are guys you think are home run hits and you're thinking, okay, um, there's no way they're going to be bad, but they could be bad. Yeah. Right. So you can't give, you can't give them credit for something they haven't done yet. So they get a zero. It's not saying they suck, but you just can't rank them. Yeah. Right. And, and because there's no such thing as a canvas prospect. People will tell you there are canvas prospects. And I can think of two just right off the top of my head that missed badly in Robert Gallery and uh, Aaron Curry, uh, the, the linebacker. You know, those are guys that they said, man, these guys can't fail. You know, they right. don't have any weaknesses in their game. There's no chance they fail. Maybe, maybe they don't go on to be superstars, but there are. there's no chance they fail. Yeah. Aaron Curry was out of the league in like four or five years, I believe. Yeah. You know, and, and Robert Gallery was a complete bust at left tackle. I had to move to guard and was just okay there, uh, you know, before, uh, before you know, had finishing out his career. Like, he, he was never, never great. Just kind of, he hung on at left guard. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there, there's no such thing as can't miss. There's no such thing as guaranteed. And, and you know, I say all the time, there's no, re- there's not really any such thing as potential. That's not a real thing. It's just how we kind of communicate our, uh, <laughs> our, our projections for a player. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're, they're like Anthony Richardson, you look at him, hey, he's got a huge arm and he's a great athlete and he's got great size. I'm not going to say there's a lot of guys like that, but there are guys like that. Right. And, you know, we don't always say that, hey, these guys are going to be stars. These guys are going to be this. These guys are going to be that. It's just we like Anthony Richardson. We think, hey, maybe he could take that next step and, and be that guy. But it's just kind of it's it's all your personal opinion, right? Yeah. Because the same person who looks at Anthony Richardson and says, man, I think he's going to be a superstar, can look at him and say he, he can't hit the broad side of a barn. He's going to be out of the league, you know, like uh, what's his name from uh, LSU, Jamarcus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, it, and, and when they haven't put anything on, on paper yet, they can make the argument. Once they do, yeah. it's hard to make the argument, right? right? All right. Oh, go ahead. Coach is back. Oh, he's in That's the studio. Coach. Okay. <laughs> listen, listen. Uh, so, yeah, we're kind of just breaking down how you do uh, the rankings and how it's no shade to any, any team. How um, you did and- my Panthers, really, is what we're <laughs> talking about. And even if, Sorry. even if, if anybody, if anybody got some beef, it should be the Lions. Oh, <laughs> Not with okay. Jared Goff under center, no sir. <laughs> Listen, Lions fans will tell you, like, yeah, but Goff, okay, I get it, right? Like that—that's the thing about these rankings, right? Even if you don't like it, you can say, all right, all right, I, I, I respect the work, I, I understand, I understand, right? So even you know, I'm sure there's some some fans I'll say, okay, I don't agree, but. You made some good points here, right? Okay, these guys got to prove it. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of these teams. There's projection for these players, right? And if you're a fan of those teams, you're gonna project a lot on those players. We do it here, right? Oa, Prochet, like we do with a lot of players. That's what you're supposed to do as a fan. But the reality is they haven't done it yet. So, you know, you gotta you gotta be fair and 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 in that pros, uh, prospect. So, um, look, all right. We finished last week with 23. Okay. We're going to 22. We're starting from 22, and you just did 16 today, correct? Mm -hmm. All right. Let's start with 22. 22 is the Houston Texans. Houston Texans. Man, how they get so high up? 
Six <laughs> that, that that much higher than Carolina. All right. All right, let's break this All down. Right. <laughs> uh so I'll start with the, the low point. The low point of the Texans is their wide receiver room. I got them ranked as the, the last wide like the worst wide receiver room in the NFL. Um, I think I can't even remember who's in that wide receiver room other than Mitch Mechie. That's I like uh, they met, Tank. Um Tank Dell. Yeah, it was a it was it a Nico See, thirty seconds. See, <laughs> and, and as far as their 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 top spot that I have for them is, um, eleventh is their tight end. Tight end, yeah. Okay. Tight end. Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz. They picked up from the Cowboys. They had somebody as a second tight end, and the guy that I really like, Brevin Jordan. They has him as a third tight end. So yeah. that, to me, their tight end room was their best um, room. Okay. I didn't have a lot of people think their cornerback room is good, but Stingley hadn't been what we thought Stingley is going to be, and he don't have anybody opposite of, of him yet. Yeah, but I will say for the Texans, they have pieces. I think they have a good coach, defense. I think they got a good OC too. I think the future is bright for them because they got a lot of young guys. But as of right now, those young guys haven't done nothing. Yeah, yeah, and and like we said, you know, rookie quarterback. Can't rank him right now. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, that'll make a world difference if he can go in there and play. Right. But but if he can't play, that also makes a world difference the other way. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So who do we have coming in at number 21? Uh Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville uh, Jaguars. Oh, okay. Surprisingly, surprisingly low. Yes. I'm me. surprised. Okay. Uh top spots for them. Quarterback. I have Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence and that room ranked 10th. But also for the Jaguars, I have their cornerback room ranked 10th. Um, okay. As for the names that escape me right now because I don't have it up in front of me, but um, I really, you know, when I when I looked at their wide receiver room, this is one of the ones I would look back on and I probably should have been a little higher on their wide receivers. Mm-hmm. When I go back, because I'm not sure of what, which, um, which, um, what's the guy, really we're going to get. That's yeah, kind of really. one, one of the reasons. I got him at 17. Mm-hmm. But if we get the Calvin Ridley before the suspension, they higher. probably should be higher. Yeah, we just don't know. He sat out a whole year and plus some, so we don't really know. I'm sure you know with fresh legs and he's still a young guy. We'll probably get that same guy, if not even a better version of him. But if I could go back and redo it, their wide receiver room would probably be higher. But I do think he's going to be their best receiver. I do. I do think that. Okay. And um, you know, just going down their list, they got a bunch of like. They got those two teams, but everything else is 17, 19, 21, 25, 28. So it averaged yeah. out to be 19. So they just they're yeah. on the low end of it. Yeah. Okay. It, you know, um that that again goes to goes to show you how far a quarterback could take you. Where, mm-hmm. where do you have their uh tight end room with a resurgent Evan Ingram? It's, uh yeah. 19 because it's Evan Ingram by himself for the yeah. most part. For the most part. I was a I was one for for our guy Ferris there. He's uh, he's very <laughs> upset. <laughs> or he, he was very upset about everything. He shouldn't be anymore with the tight ends the Giants have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're at tw- what, 20? 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we we do have breaking news on here. Okay. So, and and my list was finagled by one point by one like what's five decimal points behind? What's five whatever that is behind a decimal point? So technically we had a tie. Technically we had a tie. Okay. With number 20 and 19, but the way the computer spit it out, I finagled a that thing. My 10th is whatever five decimal points is, I put a two instead of a one. So it's you had a tie like really between the Broncos, 10,000, whatever it is, it's yeah, far beyond what I want to count. 
<laughs> but the Broncos and Jaguars were a tie. So the 20th team was the Jaguars. I mean the Broncos. Broncos. The Broncos. Okay. Uh, okay. Their, their top spot was their linebackers. I really like their linebackers. Josie Jewell and um, Alex. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Ah, oh, crap. Uh, I can't think of his name. But they, I, a lot of people don't know much about their linebackers. They, 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 they ball. Their linebackers really do ball. Um, and their O-line is pretty good, too. I got their O-line 11th, their linebackers is 13th. They have one of the best cornerbacks. But outside of Sertan, we, us three could probably catch passes on the other guys. <laughs> so that's why their cornerback room is not ranked high. Uh, their worst spot is running back. You know, they got their probably their second best running back is probably going to be Beatty behind um, the guy. They got a guy from that played in North Carolina, I think. B. Uh, uh, is it Carter, maybe? They, for the at running back, they've got uh, they've got Javante, they got P. Ryan, uh, yes. Tony Jones, and Tyler Beatty. Tyler Beatty, yeah. And that's, and that's the, the linebacker that you're looking for. I'm sorry, uh, Alex Singleton. And I'm just looking at their at their defense now. I I completely forgot they signed Randy Gregory and mm-hmm. Frank Clark. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, oh, to okay. Play I on those edges. So yep. <laughs> they're they're be better defensively. They're and they were good defense last year, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Yeah, but now I think that the DC is. Uh, yeah, that DC is the coordinator yeah, of Arizona. Yeah, so who he, knows you know, that's going to go. He so, he uh, he in Carolina now. Oh, yeah. Vance Joseph is in Carolina. No. Oh no 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 no. Uh, DC sorry. from I'm Broncos sorry, is in Carolina. Yeah no no he was he was formerly of the Broncos. I believe he was with the Rams last year. Ever gotcha. gotcha. Ever okay. yeah. I gotta, now what about Gilmore? Didn't Stephon Gilmore go there? Gilmore mm-hmm. is in Dallas. No, yeah, he went to Dallas. He went to Dallas. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Gilmore went to Dallas. So certain uh, okay. is. He got to groom somebody to help him out because he probably got a target on his back, especially with some publication naming him the best cornerback in the league. And then that video coming out of how Devontae Adams did him to win the game today, <laughs> <laughs> saying he wasn't ready. So, Sertan, you now have a target on your back, young fellow. Yeah. Nobody can be ready for Devontae Adams, man. <laughs> He's tied. Look, listen, players like Adams, like Justin Jefferson. You know, like like those guys, if, if they want to go off, there's really nothing you can they do. Going off. Right. They're going off. Yeah. You, you just gotta grab them and hope they don't throw a play. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, exactly. That, that's the way the league wants it. They don't want you to be able to shut down guys like that. Yeah. Cause I I I'll be honest with you. Um, but I we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Go let's, let's <laughs> okay. go. Number 19. Number 19. Yes. 19 is the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. Um to me, their worst spot is O line. I think they have the worst O line in the league. Oh wow! Wow! But you flip it to their D line, I think they have the best D line in the league, okay. and that's probably that's... Su- surprising to some people. I think they have the best D line. I got them ranked as number one D line in the league. I think behind Aaron Donald, they have the best D lineman in the league with um, uh, Jeffrey Simmons. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And you know, okay. he got good pieces around him. He got they got solid, solid guys on the edge. I think that's the best D-line edge group in the you think NFL. Simmons is better than Chris Jones? Yeah, I do. Wow. I do. Okay. All right. I, really I mean, he's a he's a beast. I ain't gonna argue with that. Like he's a beast. <laughs> yeah. And that's age has something to do with it, play has something to do with it. But I, I think Simmons is is better than Chris Jones, and I think Simmons has more with him. That Chris Jones does too. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And that was that was the first number one that showed up on the countdown. That that D line edge group for the Titans. 
Uh, their running back room, I have seventh with um, Derrick Henry. And, yeah. and, uh, and like I said, I didn't want to give uh, rookies any clout, but I like the fact that they got a different kind of back to go with Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears. Yeah. Now, yeah. Not, not giving Tajay Spears any clout, but the fact that he can do something different than just constantly pounding with, with Derrick Henry. He's he's quicker. He's he's smaller. He gives you a legit changeup. Yeah. 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 What, what about that quarterback position? 20th. 20. Wow. Because I think they have they have much um, higher than I was expecting there. They have, <laughs> but Tannehill is Tannehill is okay. He's won some games. He's won some playoff games. I, I think but what's behind Tannehill I think is the poop emoji. Yeah. yeah. You know, Tannehill, like, I think he, he's he's falling off, clearly, right? He, he, he's know, fall- And I think I said this in his episode. That quarterback room is Mike Winchell from Friday Night Lights. In <laughs> <laughs> the three seconds it takes to hand the ball off the booby mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think they they recognize immediately that uh, not having AJ Brown there greatly impacted everything, mm-hmm. right? That's why that GM got fired. Yep. Right. Um, immediately after AJ Brown went off on them. Yeah. Yes, I fired him too. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, that that changed things, but yeah, and 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 I think they realize they they realize they. They need to get better at quarterback. That's why they, they drafted Malik Willis, and then they went and turned around and drafted uh, Will um, Levis. Will Levis, right? But that uh, and that's why I had picked them to be thirty second. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think Tannehill is I think Tannehill's washed, and mm-hmm. then you've got those two sitting behind them. So you know, but okay, okay, all right, all right. Number eighteen, eighteen. We have let me see the Packers. Packers, okay. Green Bay Packers, Green Bay Packers. Well, we don't know what you're gonna get out of Jordan Love. You don't. So, and since we're talking about quarterbacks, mm-hmm. you you think would you rather have Tannehill or Jordan Love, Brian? Jordan Love. Oh, I'm taking Jordan Love all day. And I but didn't. Look, look I didn't the body like of work. Jordan Love. Yeah, yeah, but the body of work. Sure, Tannehill has been a good quarterback. And so uh, I, I got to go. Off he what was he's good. Been, and he that's what good. he is, though. But but we're, we're talking about next year, though. And and you know th- this past season he wasn't he wasn't good. Who? Uh, Tannehill, mm-hmm. you know, um, and he he's thirty four now, so I, I I just I think he I think he's done. But I understand what you're saying. Like Jordan, yeah. Jordan Love hasn't Jordan done anything. Like One point three. I thought, uh, yeah. I, I thought yeah. Jordan Love was going to be garbage coming out of college, but you know we'll see. We'll see uh, right. But if but if if you gave me the choice right now, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the younger guy. Yeah. And, to build and, and hope. Yeah. But but you know, but but see but this is you know this is why. It's important to have you know a formula like coach has because I, I would take Jordan Love too, but again, we're projecting, right? He hasn't done mm-hmm. it yet, right? Um Tannehill has done it, and even last year he wasn't he wasn't great, but he has more on paper than Jordan Love has. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yes, based off of your rankings, I would rank Tannehill higher than Jordan Love for sure. Um, as far as their their worst spots for the Packers, I got their tight end room. They had they had four guys oh, in the yeah. tight end room that I did not know because their, their starter is the Tanyan Luke Musgrave. It looks yes. like right now. Yep, Tanyan Tanyan's gone. Tanyan's yeah. the backup to. Um, oh, I spoke on Tanyan shortly. Damn, Tanyan's gone. Mm. Tanyan's the backup to somebody. But I can't mm. remember who it was, but Tanyan's gone. Um, so I have that their tight end room ranked thirtieth, and their best. That's what I thought. Chicago backing up commit. Their their Ooh. best. Um, the room I have the running back room. 
with with, yeah. with Aaron Jones and and with Dylan, yeah. AJ Dylan, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I their corner their cornerback room I have ranked eleven. I like all four of their cornerbacks. They they're not great, but all four of them can fly, like okay. for real run. Uh, one of the cornerbacks uh, made the Pro Bowl as the returner. Um, I forget his name, but he he can run. Rasul Douglas can run. Yeah. Uh, I think not Newsom. What's the? They got another corner. Um, we all know about Jair. Yeah. yeah, I got one more corner that can fly. I don't. I don't think it's Newsom. It might be Is Newsom. Shamar uh, John Charles. Mm-mm. Uh, Is it Newsom? Corey Ballantyne. Those are the only guys that they have listed here. Rasul Douglas. Um, you said Jair, Jair Alexander. The kick returner, and it's one more. Hmm. I can't think, but it's the four that I find. I was looking at ESPN. And I don't know if you. That's why I got the debit chart from because the team didn't. The team site on NFL.com they not updating their stuff. Right. Oh no, no. So that, that's that's ESPN. a big problem in the offseason. <laughs> right, they wouldn't yeah. update their stuff. So all all the debit charts I used came from ESPN.com because they was the only place I could find with updated debit yeah. charts and rosters. Like mm-hmm. for for some reason, the team sites would not update their own stuff, which was stupid. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But their worst, their worst two positions were wide receiver and tight end. I did the wide receivers were twenty seven because they all young. The mm-hmm. only one that even showed some promise was Christian Watson, and Dubs was hurt. Uh, Watson showed that that, but their four game spurt where he had like seven touchdowns. But yeah. all of them, the good thing about it, they all young. They got Duntavian Wicks who's young. They they I don't think they have a wide receiver over like 24, 25 years old. Right. Right. And so yeah. they can if 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 love shows promise, they can grow with love. I'll tell you what, uh, now that they're out from under the albatross of Aaron Rodgers' declining arm, Christian Watson going to show out this year. Okay? Definitely. Definitely. He 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 dropped one pass, and Aaron was like, I'm not throwing to you again until week nine. <laughs> and then when he realized he can catch, he was trying to throw him everything deep. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. We are on to 17? 17. 17. Division rival, Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk. Cousin got, Kirk. I got, got Cousin Kirk right dead smack in the middle. 16. 16. Okay. 16. Yeah, that's, that's right around where he belongs. Yeah. Uh, their worst their worst position is cornerback. They've been trying to get it right at cornerback for a long time. I have them yeah. at 31. Also, <laughs> but they have a 32, though, at running back. That running that's, all, back. that's what I was going to say. They got rid of Dalvin, Dalvin, Dalvin Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. So it's Alex Madison. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a bunch Kenner, of other I don't even know how to say his the last gun name. Sorry. He, returned oh, a kick for, he returned a kick versus the, the Ravens a couple years ago. And then uh, the rookie out of, what is it, Tulane? Mm-hmm. Um, McBride. I like McBride. Madison, though. You know, Madison, I think, is uh, – I think he should have left. <laughs> you know he he was he was looking good for a little while and everybody everybody loves a backup right everybody mm-hmm. loves a backup who comes in and performs a little bit but last year he wasn't so great and now he's going to be getting them dalvin cook touches and i right. don't think it's going to go well it's going to be a problem <laughs> okay but, but what got them to the middle of the pack um wide receiver i have them at seven and we yeah. all know justin jefferson and kj osborne and and those guys tight end i got him at fifth Hawkinson, who's the backs up to Hawkinson? Uh, uh, was it was it still Irv Smith or is he gone? No, Irv Smith's gone. Um, uh, let me check here. I don't know because I really like Hawkinson. Yeah, 
Hawkinson yeah. could it, be. It ain't Rudolph. Still, got, right? oh, oh, it's your boy Josh Oliver. Uh, yes. We got Johnny yes. Munt and yes. Nick Muse. I have them as a fifth, and I have their O-line tent. Okay. Uh, O line was another position they've been trying to get right for a while, and they starting to get the O line part right. Yeah, and that's okay. the reason why Cousins had a decent year because they started to get the O line part right. Yeah. They they run they they outside zone you to death. <laughs> they yeah. outside zone you and play action play action play action you off of the outside zone. But those three positions is why they even made it to the middle of the pack because they got a lot of <laughs> lower tier numbers too. But they got seventh at wide receiver, fifth at tight end, tenth at O line. Okay. All right. And then last but not least for this week, number 16, the Squillers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers. And that was yes. today's team. Um, and they're just really a middle of the road. Their best position to me is tight end with Frymuth. And then they drafted um the big tight end from Georgia. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. their worst position, as much as I want to say quarterback, <laughs> I think it's their <laughs> linebackers. They lost oh. all their linebackers. All of them. Mm. Mm. Uh cornerback is pretty bad for pretty bad for them too. I got, I got linebackers at 24, cornerbacks at 23, uh quarterbacks at 22, and running backs at 20. And as far as the best one for me is tight end and safety. I got Minka and crew at number 10. Yeah. You know, Tomlin hasn't had a losing season to date. But this would be an ideal time for him to have that losing season, mm-hmm. to be high in the draft and get yourself get yourself a quarterback, man. Like I, I know, you know, people want to hold out hope for Kenny Pickett. You don't want to be stuck with Kenny Pickett, especially when you start to turn things around, mm-hmm. right? Because then, because then you cut cussing yourself. You, you're going to be the Vikings. Yep. Right. You'll be stuck in the middle. You'll yeah. Be stuck at 16. Yes. You yes. know that uh, Mike Tomlin holds the record for most. Uh, consecutive seasons without a losing season to start your career at 16. Uh, that is not the NFL record though. That's a little hint for the trivia question later. Hmm. Oh, okay. So, so don't be, don't be answering my time. If you, <laughs> if you do, we know you don't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coach, tell everybody where they can follow along. Cause coach is putting out a video every day. Tomorrow will be 15. Mm-hmm. All right, you want you want to see who fifteen is tomorrow? Where can they find this video? You can go over to More Sip the Tally. That's uh, on YouTube and More Sip the Tally. Uh, matter of fact, once we end it, I'll put the link in the comment section. Well, once I pop off, I'll put the link in the comment section for you can go just click and go over there and follow if you have not done so uh, already. But hopefully, most of you have done so. But for all the new people, names that I have not seen, please go over there and do that. Um, it's been fun doing it, man. It's it's really fun. It's fun seeing the reaction, the interaction actually doing the live stream when the team initially pops up. That's been one of the, the funnest things to see, uh, especially with Big Ridge. Because <laughs> 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 for the past week, Big, Big Ridge has been looking for one team specifically. I, we for, all for know. the past week. We all know. <laughs> well, and I was gonna say, you know, we, we, we can do a little uh, little bonus here. We give out maybe a bonus thousand points. Uh, for people to predict where the Baltimore Ravens are going to fall on this power rankings. Now, don't put it in the chat right now. Leave it as a comment after the uh, after the after the show, so we can you, you know have that record there. And uh, whoever's right, and and this was not a first come first serve thing. Anybody who gets it correct will get an extra thousand. There, there you go. go. There, there you go. go. 
And, and a thousand points is how you qualify for a, a giveaway at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. All right. So and we'll, we'll definitely be at number one before we get to the end of the month. So this is, you know, if you're watching this on the, the replay, go ahead and put your comment down there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, will you do me a favor, Jose LB, put Mike's comment up for me. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. at more sip than talent, we are for discreet <laughs> coach i say we have the next round of episode on the street side oh okay it might not okay. be a bad idea that ain't a bad idea might not be a bad idea i think might not think be a bad idea we'll, we'll see we'll see okay look we gotta keep everybody on their toes all right mm-hmm. gotta keep them on the toes keep them all so right we bobbing and weaving yes yes all right coach and and coaches uh Link to his channel is also in the description, right next to the the, the title. You know, right under the lineup. So you just click on more to the tally. It'll take you right to the channel, and you can hit the subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. Uh, Coach, you, you got to go. Uh, you want? Yeah, I'll be out? back. I'll be back for the OT. All right. Okay. See you in the OT, man. Appreciate, Appreciate you. It. All right. Yes, this this is my it's my favorite it's my favorite power rankings. I I, I love it. Yeah. I, I love it because. This this is actually something that you can discuss, right? When yeah. you see Bleacher Report and ESPN and all known throughout those those little clickbait stuff, man, that's just those are those are toxic because all they're doing they're purposely giving you a list that they know is going to set you off, and you can just complain and argue about it or whatnot. Yeah. It's not really it's not really giving you anything of substance. This is giving you something of substance. Look how long I, we've been talking about. I'll, this. I'll tell you one thing though. I do feel like Coach is taking some personal shots at my Dynasty League roster with uh, some of these comments on these players. Christian Watson was phenomenal last year. Uh, Sam Howell may have only had one game under his belt, but he is also going to be phenomenal this season. So I don't I don't appreciate that. But no, you you are correct. These are the the most uh, non biased power rankings out there for sure. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, and yes, Danny says hit the like button and subscribe. The team provides expert opinion from coach. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, indeed. Um, okay. Uh it's time for submitted Some questions. questions. Let's go. Make sure you hit that like button. If you're new, hit the subscribe button. Look, the chat is the, the numbers going up. The numbers going up. Uh, you know, people are starting to make their way back. If you are, have been out for a while, you don't know what's going on. You see the chat bot in there. He's safe. It's not Nightbot. Okay. Stream Elements bot is safe. He's putting the link in there for the roundup meet and greet happening August 4th. Okay. That is going to be us, Coach Evans from Sip to Tally Films, Chris Just Joking from Deep Cover Podcast, Hendo from Rope Pod, and our brother. OTR Mike from Open Mike with OTR Mike. We will all be there. Columbia, Maryland. Bus Boys and Poets. Get your tickets. Yeah. Um, it's going to be food, drinks, music, giveaways, and we're going to send you home with a big goodie bag. It was a little goodie bag. Now it's a big goodie bag. All right? So get your tickets and hang out with us. It's a Friday night. All right? You don't want to miss it. All right. So question number one. This comes from uh, Jeremy. Who is your favorite Ravens team and favorite Panthers team? Jose, mm. I'll let you start off with that one. The, the the easy bailout one is the is to say the Super Bowl, one of the Super Bowl teams, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say the one that I really had fun with was that first year we brought Steve McNair here. I think we went like 13 and three. And it's because years of watching Kyle Bowler 
just just destroy a team that should have been to the Super Bowl a, a few times. The Ravens should have been to the Super Bowl a few times with that defense that we had yeah. in the in the two thousands, right? Yeah, the sure mid the mid two thousands, like early to mid two thousands when Ed Reed came into the league, got Suggs, got Nada. We just didn't have a quarterback, and he was. I mean, you want to talk about detrimental to the team? He was detrimental to that team, and I was like, man, all we need is to get a quarterback, and we got one. And we got Steve McNair on his last legs. He wasn't even the Steve McNair that was with the Titans yeah. the whole time, but he was still decent. And we were crushing people, mm-hmm. crushing them. That was that was that reminded me of the fourteen two season that we got Lamar, right? Because that defense, because that was a dominant defense still, and we had a guy that could play. And that's when we drafted uh, Mark Clayton. And go back and look at Mark Clayton his rookie year, right? Rookie or second year, he did good. Yeah, he did good, right? Uh, I mean, we lost in the playoffs to to the Colts. You know, didn't give a touchdown. That one hurt a lot. <laughs> but the Colts, the Colts, the one year the Colts decided to man up, yeah. right, and make it to the Super Bowl. But that was that was probably my favorite Ravens team. Okay, uh, you know, I'm I'm going to take the easy answer. It's it's clearly 2015. Yes, uh, yeah. Cam Newton's MVP year. It, there was it, it was never more fun to watch football than than watching Cam at the height of, of his ability, uh, because that guy, you know, I know that there's a lot of people who who kind of think Cam was a flash in the pan and you know wasn't really all that great and all that. Cam Newton at his best was completely unstoppable, uh, it, even even in a way that Lamar Jackson isn't, because you know Lamar is one of the fastest guys out there. You know, and, and he's one of the, probably the best open field runner in the league right now. But Cam, he was elusive in the open field and could run over linebackers. Yeah. Uh, so and and you know he had a even even better arm than than Lamar. Now he he was streaky with his accuracy, except in 2015. Uh, he yeah. was on for basically every single game. And like I said, the, football had never been more fun to watch than when Cam was on top. So yeah. it's it's 2015 for sure. Yeah, it sh- it should have ended with a Super Bowl win. It should have, but you know, I mean, you don't need wide receivers, <laughs> you don't need tackles, you don't need you don't need a backup running back. Why would you need that stuff? Uh, next up, wait, actually, I won't say that one for last. Next up, we got from our guy Davon, favorite travel destination, and why? Uh, it used to be Miami, but but Florida's tripping right now, so I can't go to Miami anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I haven't traveled a whole lot in, in recent years. Um but you know when, when me and, and and April first got together we, we used to go to Miami often and we had a lot of fun. Um but if if I wanted to just just go someplace, right? Like you know, had the time and everything. Uh love Hawaii. We lived in Hawaii for about four years. You know, that's that's a great place to travel. Um, you know, Virgin Islands, where we're from, you know, uh, they have some beautiful beaches, especially uh, St. John. Um, mm. So I know I'm not answering the question, but <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to say Hawaii. I'm going to say Hawaii. Wow. OK, so that was going to be my answer. That's my favorite place that I've been so far, uh, Hawaii. But ask me again in December and it'll be Japan. Oh, heading to Japan this uh, first week of December, so I'm really looking forward to that. But as of 
uh, or as of right now, places I've already been, I think definitely Hawaii. Uh, beautiful, beautiful place. Great weather, great beaches. You know, just a lot of fun. Now, B says he's going to Japan in December. We might have to get a, a setup over there in Japan, do a live stream. All right, get get the maybe get a little little backdrop of, of the of the town. <laughs> you know, or we gotta, uh, false. Uh, we're gonna work it out. We're gonna we're, we're, we're keep it moving though. Uh, our last question here from Derek Shohei Otani. Uh, if you don't know, he's a player for the Angels. He, he's a pitcher and uh, and one of the best hitters in the league. He said he could see a contract over six hundred million in the MLB. If an NFL player was an All Pro on offense and defense, what would that contract look like? Now, me and B discussed this uh and thank you for this question derek you you yes. posted this last week and we had a lengthy conversation about what that would look like in the nfl right because the thing is this what would a team want to pay a player like that and, and me and b kind of kind of argue back and forth on it um it's, it's hard to gauge right because a team's not gonna want to pay a two-way player because risk of injury right but if if we're talking about more, more than likely if that's going to happen the the more likely scenario you're talking about wide receiver cornerback right um if you had a wide receiver that's playing an all pro that that made it all pro as a wide receiver it made it all pro as a cornerback right he's shown the ability to be healthy playing you know and play enough snaps on both sides now all pro at those positions pay a good chunk of money Right, I mean, you have you have Tyreek Hill making about thirty mil a year. That's mm-hmm. quarterback money, right? The mm-hmm. cornerback side, I'm not sure who the highest paid corner is, but they're making a good chunk of money. I'm thinking they have to go for at least, and this this I might be underselling it, but at least forty five mil a year. Yeah, and and look, you know, what would a player who was able to do that be worth? I mean, much more than that, right? But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, before asking about the NFL, uh, there's a few things that we know about the NFL. We they have a salary cap to artificially suppress salaries, and you have 32 owners who, you know, routinely collude to make sure that players don't get paid what they're worth. Um, you know, you said if it, if a player makes All Pro at both those positions, they've shown the ability to stay healthy. And yeah, in that in that season, right? Yeah, but what their contract would look like is about them moving forward. And we all know that that playing a lot of snaps in football, it's a much, much more physical game than than baseball. And that catches up with you quickly. Yeah. Right? And we've seen guys, you know, not on offense and defense, but we've seen guys excel in more than one phase of the game. Uh, like Christian McCaffrey, you know, he went over a thousand yards rushing, a thousand yards receiving. Right. And he got 16 a year. Which is just you know a little bit more than what your regular top running back what was getting, yeah. Um, you know, and and quarterbacks are at the point now where they're fifty plus, and I don't see a team wanting or being willing to pay two quarterback uh, like contracts out at, at at a time. So I'm thinking that a, a player like that would still be would still struggle to break forty. Uh, they I think they would be. 35 to 38 somewhere in there because you know you're not going to a team's not going to want to guarantee the kind of money uh, a player like that is actually worth and not and take that risk 
with the with the injury because you know playing both ways even if you're playing those you know wide receiver and corner which are you know somewhat less physical than the other than the other positions you're mm-hmm. going to break down and you're going to break yeah. down much faster than than guys at other positions no. so i just i don't think that nfl owners would be willing to go too much beyond what you're, you're already paying you know a player at those spots now i want i want i got a bonus question here right and we touched on it a little bit. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before. But given how these contracts are, are going up, the revenue is going up for the league, and you look at what players are making in other sports. We talk about Shohei Otani. I mean, the money he's going he's, he's going to make on his next contract is going to be mind-blowing. You know, we just talked about some, you know, soccer players, the money that they're making. We talked about Messi. Whose, whose contract can't even be can't even be quantified in numbers yet. <laughs> he's making that much. You know, he's he's getting ownership, right? Um, at what point? And 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 also just how players are starting to react in the NFL. You saw Lamar really hold the Ravens' feet to the fire to squeeze every last bit of money out of them. Mm-hmm. You're seeing Saquon Barkley holding out right now, right? You're seeing more players starting to speak up and say, "I want my money." How do you do? You see an, a possible strike coming up, or or an issue with players saying, "No, I I need to get my money." Like how how do you see in the near future the players really making a push to either get rid of this salary cap or push it way higher? I don't I don't think so. Not in the near future because. The, there's just too many players and they're not they don't agree right they like it's not it's not a, a feeling that's shared across the league um and you know because a lot of the players buy into the loyalty to your team and all that kind of stuff i mean you, you've seen it with with players in uh specifically in pittsburgh and new england right where they criticize other players for getting paid yeah until they're the ones on the chopping block because they didn't think it would happen to them yeah you know yeah. um and, and you mentioned guys like Lamar and Saquon. Those guys are at the peak of, of those positions. Like they're, you know, Lamar is is one of the two or three best quarterbacks in the league, and he's he's just entering his prime. Saquon, one of the two or three best running backs in the league, and he's just entering his prime. Uh, look at a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, who mm-hmm. is sitting out there in free agency and can't get money. Like yeah. you have a, a, a top team telling him, yeah, if you were willing to take a huge pay cut to play for us, then we'll sign you. But he's he's one of the better receivers in the league and should have multiple teams trying to sign him and bidding to sign him. But the owners in the NFL, they you know, once a, a player hits a certain age, they're just not going to pay you, period. I feel like, I, I don't know. Well, let me read this comment real quick. Uh, a shout-out to Anonymous says, Speaking of getting paid, Brodney, I want your guys – thoughts on the robbery of Moreno at UFC who Volk should have who who should Volk fight next uh and Izzy's next fight much love go Steelers thank you anonymous <laughs> I didn't watch the Moreno fight um yeah, no, I didn't see we, there were boxing events that that same night so I didn't get to catch any of the uh the UFC uh that that 290 card um as far as Volkanovski, I mean, I I guess Tafuria, 
You know, like there, there, there's there's at least a little back and forth there, but I mean, he he's pretty much the king of that division at, the, at this point, right? He can take another shot, um, Makachev. He he could. I I felt like he won that first fight, but I I don't think that they'll make that again uh, necessarily. You know, I, so I really enjoyed his fights with Max Holloway, but obviously, you know, it showed in the, in the last fight that Max Holloway can't keep up with him at this point. Hold, hold your thought. We're gonna so so we're gonna bring this back up in the in the combat corner uh, okay. section, and um, and I want to finish my thought on this. I feel like you're right in what you're saying, but I feel like, you know, there is a change on the horizon because usually when 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 stuff like this happens, you know, you don't see it coming necessarily, right? When when people reach their breaking point, nobody sees it coming. You know, it comes out of nowhere. And yeah. I'm I'm looking I'm looking at mid tier players, or you know, or, or bigger or a little bit more above average players in the NBA getting forty mil a year, mm-hmm. right? And you know these guys interact with each other, you know they all talk, they hang out with each other, and if I'm a top NFL player hanging out with an above average NBA player and he's making twice as much as me, you know. Well- the thing is that, and and players themselves in the NFL, a, a segment of the of the player base in the NFL will just tell you, well, they have a lot fewer guys to pay. You know, they they have to pay uh, fifty three guys in the NFL, and they have to pay fifteen, fourteen, or fifteen in the NBA. That's mm-hmm. why those guys make more money. Uh, and and the the you know, when I was going with uh, talking about the top guys getting their money in the NFL, if you placate the top players, it does not matter what the other guys get paid. If Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, you know, Lamar, those, those guys got their money and they're out there every week, fans are not going to care if DeAndre Hopkins didn't get paid and stopped playing. Right. Yeah. But I, I think where the owners are messing up is they are trying to put a cap on those top players, right? Lamar Lamar got a, a he got a good contract. I don't think it was enough. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think he thinks it's enough either. I think same thing's going to happen to Burrow when his contract comes up. Right, I I think, I I think, quarterbacks especially because the league is really trying to trying to you know plant the foot down and not give these huge contracts to even quarterbacks. That's going to come back to bite them. I, well, you know. it, it could, but I think they're going to bend on quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think that they will. You know, maybe not necessarily with in in this go round. Yeah. Uh, but I think that you will see those quarterback. I mean, and, and look, you know. The, the the salaries for top players have spiked quite a bit. Yeah, uh, like I said, Tyreek, Devontae Adams are both over thirty a year, uh, and, and we're not that far removed from when twenty was was shocking. You know, yeah. like when Odell got that. So like the the top top players at each position, they are paying them right now. You can argue that they that they deserve more, and that's true, and that they should be making more. The, you know, the cap is there to, to restrict that, but I don't think. That you'll be able to get those guys on board with, uh, you know, with a, with a strike, right? And and you have to have those guys because again, nobody nobody cares about Miles Sanders. Nobody cares if he never plays again. You know, nobody's most people aren't going to know. You right. know, nobody cares if J.K. Dobbins is upset. Nobody cares if Rashad Bateman's upset. Most people don't know who those guys are. You know, if if Pat Mahomes isn't out there, if Lamar Jackson isn't out there, that's going to that's going to make uh waves with the fans yeah but 
the and this is very intentional by the NFL. Most of the players are anonymous. You know, they yeah. market the they market the helmet, they market the logo, and you don't know who most of the players are. You don't know what most of the players look like. Yeah, and that's that's how they want. In the NBA, you market the player because you see the player all the time. You know, you see their face, you see their their you know their their mannerisms and everything, and and it's a very player driven league. And the NFL just doesn't like that. Well, and I think that's why it's so important that we are in the social media age and players can market themselves, right? Because mm-hmm. some some players they have that that charisma, they have that you know personality that yeah. they can go out there and you do know who they are. I mean, Matt Judon, you know, body by Taco Bell, right? He went out there, said and it, coined a phrase, Elmo sleeves, and his Elmo sleeves. Yeah, you know, like he went out there and made that a thing. Like you have some some players. They they make a brand out of themselves. Yeah, they know how the to Kelsey them. brothers have the have, have their podcast going. You know, it's very mm-hmm. popular. Uh, it's just it's not enough at this point. No, uh, no, that, no, that has to. And that's why I say like I do think it'll happen. I'm just saying not in the near future. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah, all right. Uh, we should spend a lot of time on that. Let's go over. We still got some NBA and combat corner. We got to move a little quick because we're at almost at an hour and a half. All right. <sighs> Yes, this has been this has been a very fun show, man. Like people are showing up. Uh, again, um, um like uh get your tickets, all right. August 4th, <laughs> roundup meet and greet. I'm gonna be saying that a, a lot. Tickets are picking up, okay. People want to go, people are, are, are tuning back in because football is almost back. Yes. We have a meet and greet coming out coming up here, Columbia, Maryland at Bus Boys and Poets, okay. Ourselves, the whole roundup crew, okay, Coach Evans. Uh, Chris from Deep Cover, Hendo from the Road Pod, Mikey from Open Mic with OTR Mike will all be there. Um, yes. Ferris from the LGR Network will also be there. Okay, y'all love Ferris. Ferris will be in attendance as well. All right, so get your tickets. Also, Patreon.com/slash LBHT Show. All right, uh, you want to support the show? That's how you do it. If you have $5, do you have $5 in your pocket? You do? Good. Go over to patreon.com slash LBHT show. All right. Uh, we have three or four tiers. Uh, be Explain the tiers super quick so we can, you know, because we don't want to hit two hours here. Yeah. So we have the $5 tier, uh, which is a general support tier, but we'll also get you into our uh, NFL Pick'em League that we do every season where you get a custom uh, trophy at the end of the year like that that was a plaque for this past season uh so we'll have to see what we are giving away this year former winners right there yeah and then we also have the ten dollar tier which will get you the lbht crew coin that jose has right there and that will also get you into our fantasy football leagues we have a dynasty league uh going on right now where we give away a custom championship belt this is the one from last year that brandon buck won don't pay attention to the anime characters smoking weed on the sides. That was the previous champion who put that there, Deshaun. Shout out to Deshaun. Uh, but the next uh, belt will be upgraded, and uh, it'll have another logo on the side there. And uh, we also have a regular redraft league, uh, which, you know, if there's enough interest in that, we can turn that into a dynasty league as well or start a third league. Uh, then we have the $20 tier, which is a combined tier for this show, as well as our boxing podcast that we do with OTR Mike, Ring Kings Podcast, where you get everything that I mentioned, as well as our uh, custom poker set featuring our top 25 or 
yeah, top 25 fighters of all time. Uh, we did a five-part series on that. It was a lot of fun. Had, had several guests on there with us. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, head over to Ring Kings Podcast, hit subscribe, and, and give that a watch. Like I said, it was a lot of fun. And then we do also have the $60 creator tier uh, for anybody who is thinking about starting up a YouTube channel or maybe you just started up a YouTube channel, you're still kind of early on. And you know what you get with that is excuse me, a cons- kind of a consultation with uh, Jose and myself, uh, OTR Mike, and Hendo from the Rogue Pod. Uh, we kind of go over, you know, branding and content strategy, community building, all that kind of stuff to help you kind of avoid pitfalls that uh, YouTubers generally fall into early on. Uh, you also get access to our uh, creators channel in Discord, where you can leave if you have any questions, uh, you know, or you just want some advice or anything like that. And the other, everyone else in the Discord can hop in there and kind of give you advice there, as well as our collaborators channel, uh, where we have people that we've worked with, like graphic artists, uh, you know, editors, things like that, to to help you out with your channel. Uh, these are people that we've worked with, and and we just have a, a list there so you don't end up on Fiverr wasting your money. Uh, and I believe oh, we also have the creator spotlight along with the creator cheer, uh, tier where we will shout out your channel and kind of, uh, you know, give the details and basically just a, a kind of a, a rundown of your whole channel uh, here on the Rogue Pod on Open Mic with OTR Mike and let the people know uh, what you're about and, and what you've got going on. All right, there you go. That's a lot there. That's 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 a lot that we offer. All right. Um, like I said, if you got at least five dollars, and I know you do, okay, you don't need you don't need to add a three dollar tip when you go to pick up your food. Okay, don't don't fall for that scam. You know, when you go and order your food in the store and they say, What would you like to leave a tip? You're like, okay, uh, I guess uh 15%. Why? They didn't deliver it to you. You say no tip, okay. I need to sign up for patreon.com slash LBHT show. All right. And we're going to be doing the overtime show, which is why we're, we're going to rush this, these next couple of segments. Cause oh, you do not want to miss this. I want to, I want to make it known that I tip. You tip when you but go in the store. I'm just putting that out there. I tip sometimes too. I tip sometimes too. If they give if they provide good service, but um, most of the time, no, you didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. Uh, what's happening on the overtime show. Oh man, <laughs> what happened here? Oh no, airplane Karen. I'll tell you what happened? That mother ain't real. <laughs> <laughs> in jail, bro. Airplane Play Karen in jail. is looking at Sonic, saying he ain't real. Sonic is behind bars. Why is Sonic behind bars? What did you do, Airplane Karen? <laughs> we will discuss on the overtime show. You don't want to miss this. We have a lot to talk about on the overtime show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. All right. Let's get to let's start with combat corner because we, we started on that road. Let's let's discuss that real quick. Combat corner is here. Yes. So going back to to uh Shug's question, who do we want to see next for Volkanovsky? Now I, 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 at this point, I, I don't know. I, a rematch with uh Islam Makachev is really the only move I think that, that will spark some interest. Otherwise, he's pretty much cleaned out everybody else, right? Uh Israel Adesanya, uh, I, I think the next fight for him is that that guy from from South Africa that's saying he's a real African. Yeah. Um, Duplessis. Yeah. And I think he washes him. I think Duplessis has absolutely nothing for him. Now, he washed my guy, Robert Whitaker. I love Water- Robert Whitaker. But Robert Whitaker, fell, he fell victim to the to the one weakness that every MMA fighter has that ain't black. He got jabbed. 
<laughs> he fell victim to the southpaw jab. That's what knocked out my man Robert Whitaker. I couldn't believe it. But uh, that ain't going to happen to Israel Adesanya. Adesanya gets him out there in the, probably the first round, if, you, if we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, like I said, you know, there's not a whole lot for for Volkanovski out there. Uh, you know, maybe, like I said, maybe Makachev again, but I mean, I, I, I think we saw how that fight would go uh, the first time. I don't think it would go too much differently the second time. And like I said, I had him winning that first fight, but this is this is again, like we always say, this is a problem with the UFC where you you have these guys just run through the top the top contenders and then two years later there's nothing for them to do yeah um speaking of problems with the ufc <laughs> francis Ngannou, who left the ufc to go to pfl has signed to fight tyson fury in i believe it was october late october yeah. um, and his his manager said he is making by far but multiples by multiples uh, more than he made in all of his UFC fights combined. And I don't think that's an exaggeration. I know people right. like to exaggerate stuff in this business. I don't think that's an exaggeration. Right. I haven't looked up how much his fight purses were, but I'm pretty sure they weren't much. Yeah. I mean, he's only had, he's had two title fights against um, Miocic, right? Mm-hmm. The first time he lost the second time he won and, and, and knocked him out. I don't think he got paid that much. Well, he, I mean, he's had he had a couple other title fights as well, but, uh, but no, he, well, he fought, he, he fought Cyril Gon. I was say he uh, defended against Cyril Gon. That's probably the first one he made some decent money. I don't think he's. Know, I don't. I don't possibly. think he's. Yeah, I, I don't think he's really. I, I mean, look, it, it's 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 well documented. Like these fighters don't make any money if they don't get on pay per view, right? And even if you get on pay per view, those checks if you're not in the in the co main or main event, you're not getting that much. And um, even then, right? I, I, just, I just don't think he got paid that that much. And it, I, I don't know he did because once he got that belt, he was very reluctant to just go in there and just fight whoever he he wanted to make some money. So and, what I'm seeing, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Uh, what I'm seeing, and and you know these sides, you can you take them with a grain of salt. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, looks like anywhere from two and a half to three and a half million is what he earned in in UFC mm-hmm. in total. Uh, so I mean, I, like I said, you take it with a grain of salt, but I, I wouldn't say that like, oh, they're saying three and a half million. He made fifty, right? Like it's it, it's not going to be that that far off. Um, so yes, he's probably making multiples of his entire UFC earnings in this one fight. There's a site, man. I, I need to go back and look for it. We looked at it one time. It showed the the earnings that some of these fighters made for some of these events. I'm just like, Jesus, yeah. Like I mean, you might as well just go out and just just work some some overtime at your job. <laughs> 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 it was so little, like the like, you know, like uh, what's his name, uh, Patty the Batty, whatever his name. Yeah. Um. Right. One of his fights, he got like twenty grand. Right. Now you you subtract taxes. That's thirty percent out the gate. Right. Thirty to forty percent. Paying your 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 trainers. Right. That's that's another that's another few grand right there. Travel expenses and everything. You're coming back home with like two grand in your pocket. So this is from MM, MMA salaries. Uh, they say he made a million against Cyril Gunn, a, a little more than a million uh, against Miocic. The second fight against Miocic, he made 
580,000. Fight before that, 320,000. Before that, 300,000. And it goes down from there. See what I'm saying? Cyril Gunn, I told you, that's the first fight that he made some 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 decent money. And again, you know, <clears throat> half of that. And that's another thing I, I learned about, too. Like, these athletes, half their money, any, anytime you see their earning, you just you cut that in half. Assume that yeah. half of that is going to be gone, right? With agent fees, taxes. Uh, what was that other, the other extortion uh, tax that they have to pay? The... Well, they have to pay, you know, state taxes wherever they they perform. Yeah, the gaming gaming fee or whatever, um, jockey tax so, or something yeah. like that. They they call it a jock tax. But I mean, it's jock just state tax. Yeah. Ta- it's just state taxes. Yeah, uh, wherever they they wherever they work, which yeah. I mean, it's not as bad for MMA fighters because you know you don't get anything. Well, <laughs> well, no, but but you're going to Florida and Nevada, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 mostly, yeah, yeah. mostly. Yeah. I mean, obviously they they have other places, but. You know, it's not like uh, MLB or NBA. You know, those guys who are traveling all over the country. Yeah, um, but but yeah, I mean, no, so he he did, he didn't make. You know, well, let's call it five, just to be to be generous. So he made five million over the course of his uh, UFC career. You know, we know that Connor got what around a hundred million for his fight with with Floyd, right? Yeah. So, but you know, he doesn't even have to make that much to be making multiples. Like, he could be making. 30, 20, 20 yeah. 50, you know, whatever it is. He's going to make a lot more money fighting Tyson Fury one time than he did in his entire MMA career. It's crazy how he leaves the number one MMA, uh, you know, uh, uh, organization, right? Mm-hmm. Entity. And he instantly is getting more popular because I think more people know him now that he's fighting Tyson Fury than they did when he beat uh Steve Miocic uh, at the time the greatest heavyweight of all time that's John Jones now um yeah <laughs> um you know uh, they know him more now and he's made significantly more money cuz he also has a deal with PFL yeah so Dana another L for you uh okay let's switch over to basketball real quick so I'm looking at that clock and uh we cannot be here 2 hours ladies and gentlemen so let's get this going. Let's let's switch over to some basketball. Uh, NBA rules. Okay, there are two NBA rules that we need to discuss. Um, you see it on on the thumbnail. James Harden is not happy about this. He's like, "What am I going to do, man? What am I going to do? Uh, what what is that rule that he's so angry about?" B. Uh, I believe that would be <laughs> the uh, flops uh, resulting in a technical foul. <laughs> who hey who am i <laughs> Jay, and and I, I don't blame james like this i don't is either your, this is i don't know why and i don't know why you would punish players for this i don't like this don't like, why you punish players for it it's the ref's fault don't they call are, it <laughs> they are they are reacting to what referees blow their whistle for right yeah. every every athlete in every sport in the entire history of the world tries to get calls yeah, and and they embellish things to try and get calls, and NBA players, soccer players, you know, they do it more more flamboyantly than other sports because you call it every time. Now, if you don't like it, discipline your referees, or get new referees and train them better. This isn't on the players. This isn't their problem to fix. It's your problem to fix. I agree. And, and and I don't like it because it sends a message that a lot of old heads our age and older, you know, they buy into this, you know, this younger generation is soft, right? 
and this rule is going to help you know eliminate that. Now you have to play real basketball, B. Mm-hmm. Right. And I make fun of James Harden. I put him out there because he he does he he does abuse that a lot. But yeah. guess what? He don't need it. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't and, need and, it. And and just just another real basketball is not what they were playing in the nineties. Real basketball isn't you know you going out there and elbowing people in the face. That's not basketball. Right. That's right. that's just uh, and and what you're reacting to those old heads is them getting goons out of the league, just like they did in hockey. And all of a sudden people are scoring more in hockey and it's more exciting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, nobody wants to watch that garbage. Yeah. Cause no, that's not, that's not real basketball either. Right. And you know, those goons that you remember couldn't hang in today's NBA. Not at all. Not even like we, we talk about guys like, you know, we talked about Larry bird and now, you know, he would still be a great player today. He was a, he was a phenomenal player. Guys like Charles Oakley. I was like, you know, I mean, Bill Lane Beer, you know, these, these guys, these enforcers, they wouldn't be in the league today. They have no place. No, no. Because no, no. they, they did, they're not skilled enough to hang with the, with the players now. Right. Right. So, um, and the other rule is coaches get an extra challenge. I, I also don't like this because it doesn't go far enough. Like, why are you limiting the challenges? Right. Just let them challenge. Once again, this is about your referees. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I don't even I don't blame the referees for this one. You're going to miss calls. You're human. That's fine. Yeah. You're going you're going to miss calls eventually, and it's cool that you can go and, and look at the replay and get it right. But yeah, there's no reason to limit it. I mean, there there is and there isn't. Like you're limiting it for time because you don't want every other call to get challenged and the game to take five hours. And you know you you want to keep the flow of the game. But it's not fair to teams to be like, "Hey, we got screwed on three major calls, and we we could only challenge two of them." Yeah, yeah, you know. Now, now, hand up on a rope pod. This is inaccurate. He says the LeBron, the LeBron James rule. Talking about the the anti flopping rule. LeBron doesn't he doesn't flop. Okay, he cries for a foul. He does yeah. do that. Okay, he's gonna go up for a layup. He's not gonna flop. He's gonna try to get the layup, and then he's gonna say, "Hey, he touched me right there." He's gonna, he's gonna jump in place. And scream and be like, "How did you not see that?" Yes, yes, that that is not a flop. That is not a flop. Okay, he didn't he didn't flop. He's just telling the ref, "You should have seen how he hit me right there." Okay, like open your eyes a little bit. Okay, now now you know who else used to do that? Michael Jordan. Okay, and you, and you know what happened when Michael Jordan did it? They say, "Sorry, Mike, that's a foul." I, yeah. I, I don't know how I missed it. <laughs> and it's it's always funny because the same people that that act like oh people they didn't complain for the fouls back then or the same people who complained about jordan rules like you know the jordan getting special treatment and everything <laughs> not jordan rules but jordan getting yeah. special treatment same, it was the yeah. same thing at duke oh duke gets all the calls you know they, they get special treatment and yeah they do yeah. stars get calls yeah and it's always been that way and it's no different now <laughs> so my apologies lebron tries to go for the oscar Yes. Okay. Now you, you get it. You get it. So, and it's real messed up because he doesn't try to go for the Oscar when he's like in the appropriate venue. Like the yeah. Space Jam was garbage. <laughs> like you should have saved some of that acting for the actual screen. I didn't see. It. I thought it was. I, I heard it was all right. I heard it was all right. It wasn't all right. No, no. And if you had you read my review on lbhtshow.com, you would know that. Uh, well, well, look, look, very I, bad. look. Some people will call you a hater, not me. Just saying. It was very, very bad. <laughs> Very bad, except for Don Cheadle. All right, Don Cheadle did his thing. Okay, okay. Um, trivia question because time is, is is running out here. And then look, we got some comments here. We're gonna read these in bonus time. Let's get through trivia, and then we're gonna we're gonna bring up bonus time for like two minutes. 
All right. And no, no, we, we canceled bonus time. That ain't a thing. No, no, cancel it. No, it's, no, no, it no. is it is trivia time. That's all trivia it is. time. Uh because we gotta get going. So I I, I gave a, a little hint for the trivia question earlier. Uh, if you were not listening or you did not show up early enough, that is on you. I'm not repeating the hint. The question is who in the, oh, what NFL coach holds the record for the most consecutive non-losing seasons? Now, that could be winning seasons or, or 500 seasons, uh, but most consecutive seasons without a losing season. Who is that? Oh, boy. Now, I know, I know of a couple guys who have never had a losing season, uh, and it's neither one of them. Wait, say that question again. This is this is a trick question. The most consecutive non-losing season. So winning seasons or 500 seasons. All right. I see some answers in there. We got uh, a couple of Don Shula's, a Tom Landry. We'll see. Uh, and then uh, looks like crying laughing emojis. I don't know if Brent doesn't know the answer. Uh, <laughs> Just put an answer in there, Brent. He might be behind. He might be behind. Uh, Brent yes. says, I'm going to say Mike Tomlin because I don't listen, B. <laughs> I know you're joking, but that counts as your answer. Is it, uh, what's the name uh, for, for the 49ers? Walsh? Hendo, Hendo you, you can't answer twice. You cannot answer twice, my friend. Uh, no, it, it is not Bill Walsh. Uh, the we do have the answer here in the in the chat. At twenty one seasons, Tom Landry of the wow. Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Uh, so shout out to Buck, uh, Jeremy, and Just Allo. Nice. Congrats. Let me go ahead and update those points. All right, and um. We are going to give you a quick bonus time. Quick bonus time. Quick, quick bonus time. All right. Um, hold on. You got rid of my banner. No, you I, got rid of I told yeah. you I changed it to trivia time. Well, you just, you just, you don't need to change it. You just do another. Uh, no, banner. there's too many banners in there. And, and a bunch of them we don't use. So I changed it because we don't need the bonus time one anymore. Yeah, we do. No, we bonus time. We're read a couple. We we read, this. This is our format. And, we read a couple just, of comments and, at the and end. With with that, by the way, Just Allo is now number one in loyalty points for the month of July. Nice, because nice. that was actually actually the other thing that I wanted to do. Uh, but let me get these in here real quick. Okay. Uh, okay. But I was going to do the spin or the the drawing for uh, June, like the the. We're gonna give away a twenty-five dollar Amazon gift card uh, for for June, so we're gonna spin the wheel and see who wins that. And who was the? Was it Jeremy had the Tom Landry? Just Al says, yeah. Just it was Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy got it. It was Buck, and who else? Just Al. Yes. Okay. Speaking of Just Al, he says when the Bulls played the Suns in '93, the rest would call a foul every time Jordan missed a shot. Even if no one touched them. Oh, I remember. I remember. Yeah, you know, revisionist history. Jordan was just unstoppable, and you know, he's just he was just tough as nails, and you know, he could do no wrong. You know, and and listen, in twenty years when we look back at, at LeBron's career, we'll we'll 
We'll, we'll, we'll create our own mythology about LeBron too. That's what we do with the greats. Jay says, and now CP3 will try to exaggerate his flops in a Warriors jersey. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what Hendo's thinking. Yeah, look, look to your own house, Hendo. <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't know if y'all will be able to see this. Do you want to put uh, it on screen? Well, it's on my phone. It's an app. It's a little spinning wheel app. Oh, okay. Uh, you can, but I'm okay. gonna go ahead and spin it. All right, and this is for a giveaway. So now $25 Amazon gift card. Okay, well, hold on. Before you spin it, before yes. you spin it, right? Let's explain what's going on here. And and thank you, uh, David wow. and Jerbo, for a $20 donation. He says, Give me my points. I wonder I who that was. <laughs> um, but look, last month, Ferris won the overall total points. Okay. He yes, got a- he, he got he should have received his uh his gift already today. Okay. Uh, he selected the Giants bucket hat. So you got a Giants bucket uh, hat. Okay. Now, all you need is a thousand points to qualify for this spin. Okay. A thousand points every month, and you you will qualify for a giveaway. We have an overall winner that gets a prize, and then we get a you know we get a winner uh, via the spin. Okay. And the ways you can get a thousand points is by typing in the chat, just being you know being active, you know hitting hitting subscribe button if you haven't subscribed also going over to lbhtshow.com and signing up for our newsletter if you haven't already that gives you an automatic thousand points okay automatic thousand points um and if you if you're looking to see how many points you have like coach put right here exclamation points uh stream elements bot will show you how many points you have all right b uh, i'm sorry i'm sorry jay i asked a panthers question like last week Mm. or the week before and he says just cough up some a little cash and you win uh, not a little my friend not a little <laughs> <laughs> listen there are ways there are lots of ways that you can that you can get points without spending money all right um, i'm hitting spin it's right. gonna take a minute uh a minute well i mean i, I wanted it to, to to spin pretty well there okay right, it's spinning. we see it okay we see it, it. Yeah, and it's landing on. Oh, oh my God, so close. Agent e. e with the $25 <laughs> Amazon gift card. Congratulations, Agent. Congrats, Agent E. Uh, you're going to have to, uh, if you're on Twitter, DM us LBHT show with your email address, and we'll send that right over to you. Uh, so close for Bazel. So, so close. close. Agent That's E, I hope you're still in here. Uh, if you're not, somebody uh, let Agent E know that that he won. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Hendo. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Bazel almost got a honeymoon gift card. Yes, yeah. yes. We, we might we might have to send a little something to Bazel. We ain't sending Bazel nothing. Uh, <laughs> he is spoken. He, he handled some money. The, he was. I tried. Close, bro. He was that close. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hit the like button. All right, we're getting out of here. I'll, I'll give you one more minute. If you got anything else you want to put in here, go ahead and put it in here super quick. All right, and then we're we going to be out. Uh, Danny does not like flopping in the NBA. Danny, um, there's always been flopping. Uh, there's flopping in football. You definitely don't want to watch soccer if you don't like flopping. You, you, don't, you don't remember Jerome Simpson? Oh, marionette out on the field. And got the flag. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was really impressive though. He earned that one. Big Red says he wants a, a respin if Agent E doesn't, doesn't show up. We'll be talking. He, he was he was in here already, Red. What do you mean? Yeah, he was in here. 
He was in here. He might have did that a little bit early because I saw him make a comment not too long ago. Yeah, see, he was he was here at eight forty six. I hope yeah. you, this this is why you gotta hang around. This is why you gotta mm-hmm. hang around. Um, and this is a time we're not this that is a, tyrannical. We're gonna make that a rule. No, and, and I just want to tell you guys. Look, thank you guys. Everybody that's still in here. Hit that like button if you uh, and if you're new, hit the subscribe button. But you know, we're trying to make the show a little bit. Uh, more interactive in different ways right we're not reading every single comment like we used to we wait to the end to read everybody's comments obviously we're going to read donations and things like that um but the point system is a fun way to stay engaged you can win prizes okay we're doing this every month right now while it's still slow this is a good time to really try to you know get in and, and, and win something all right it's gonna be more people um as the season picks up yeah yeah and you know he'll have better better odds uh, moving forward because what actually happened is I put pretty much everyone who who has been in in the stream uh, on the wheel because I accidentally reset the points last month before I wrote down who had a thousand so everybody was in this one all right so it's <laughs> going to be fewer people for the month of July so you have a better shot of winning if you cross that thousand points ah okay okay all right giving giving away all the secrets here. All right, that is the show. Okay, uh, look, if you enjoy the show, you want the party to continue, go over to patreon.com slash LBHT show. $5 is all you need, okay? Uh, also, our Discord, man. Our Discord, man, we, we're always in there. There's always something going on in there, all right? $5 will get you signed up for, for that as well. But just to remind you guys what we're talking about for the overtime show, there it is, Airplane Karen looking at sonic in prison talking about he's not real he's not real okay <laughs> no you ain't get robbed big reg <laughs> it feels like it you're so close you're so close all right overtime's getting ready to start oh and got another donation from go away wow. <laughs> he said that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you Man, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Thank you so much for the donations. We really appreciate you guys. I'm going to say it one more time before we get out of here. Get your tickets. Cannot stress that enough. If you're going to be in the area, uh, you, 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 can't, you can't go out for less than $50 anymore. All right? You, uh, if you want to go out, drink and eat, it's going to cost you more than that. $50 will get you everything that you need to have a good time over here at Bus Boys and Poets. All right? So it's a Friday night. Have fun. It's going to be a laid back environment. We're just going to mingle, listen to some good music. We're going to have a little Q&A session. All right. And you can get out early enough. If you still want to go and do something, uh, you can do something literally within walking distance. It's a whole district right there. Everything's in walking distance. They got bars. They got restaurants that open till late. Yeah. All right. You can even get yourself some ice cream from across the street if you want. All right. So come hang out with us. It's going to be a good time. All right. B, are you ready? always ready b is ready thank you guys so much uh for hanging out with us another great episode uh have a good night enjoy the rest of your week and we will see you next time peace